Well, mm-hmm. the other thing I remember is, you know, I mean, the whole like no smoking started <clears throat> when mm-hmm. we were kids yeah. and they would, they, they thought they were smart and they'd go to the bathroom Back. and smoke and then come oh. out. And it's like, you can smell it, man. The whole plane. <laughs> and, yeah, and then like, you know, the flight attendants would come chasing <laughs> after the person like, excuse me. And, you know, if you think about it, it's kind of crazy to think people who have never left the country, never been on a plane, suddenly are doing all these things at once, right? And they don't speak the language. They have no idea what the, yeah, what the rules are on a plane, for example. And then they're expected to abide by all these things suddenly. It's, it's a lot. Or they'll be on the phone. Too. Yeah. yeah, it's scary for them. I was actually, I felt really bad. I was next to somebody who was like their first time flying, first time leaving their family and because they're leaving and it's like we're like mid-air and he wouldn't hang up because just like all the emotion. It's like, bro, you got to turn off. <laughs> <laughs> or the embarkation bro. cards where they're like, yeah. I used to I be that, that girl. Yeah. Yeah. For I the, filled out the many. entire row. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, yes. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, again, like they can't even read any of that. I it's just like if we were to go to a country where we didn't know the language. Like, let's say we went to like Japan or something. Yes. Everything is in Japanese and you're just yeah. suddenly expected to figure it out. It's, yeah, uh, it's not easy. It's it crazy. And so many of them, especially the ones that go into the Middle East to work as like labor workers, they have to invest so much money to just have that opportunity. And then a a lot of times it's a scam. And a lot of times they're, you know, their salaries are withheld or Mm -hmm. they can't eat well. They're, you know, aren't able to communicate with anybody. It's, it's, it's really tragic. Their living conditions are really bad. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're all crammed in like one little room. There was a yeah. documentary or a movie that was out about that. Yeah, they're they're severely abused in a lot of these countries. So I think some of it um, came out during the World Cup in Qatar. And yes. some of the workers who died from building those stadiums were Bangladeshis. Mm-hmm. And it was a similar thing. Like, you know, they didn't get paid. And I mean, it was just all kinds of crazy stories like that. And it, I mean, they treat a lot of South Asians. So one of the things is, you know, being Muslims, predominantly Muslim, um, many Arab countries look at South Asian Muslims as like lower than them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just like, oh, you're not, you're not the same level. (laughs) And, and they get mistreated when they go to all these countries and, but they're the ones doing a lot of the hard labor and the hard work and, but they, they get treated like shit. Yeah. There was another story of this house help. Uh, it was somewhere mm-hmm. in the Middle East where she was beaten. And there was yeah. an, there was a video that was circulating where she was hanging off the freaking balcony. Did you guys what? see that? Yeah. They like no. pushed her off. They had, they had pushed her off the balcony and she was literally just hanging. Um, I don't know if she had fallen at the end or what happened. But yeah, I'm pretty sure she was Bangladeshi as well. But I could in be in an wrong. Arab household. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it, when we talk to Farupai, all the Italians, we knew mm-hmm. so many people who told us, like, 
how they got there. There's a movie that just came out, Shahrukh Khan. <laughs> Didn't get very good ratings, but it's called Donkey. And that's what it's about. Like, I know. Oh, yeah. But that's what it's about. And they actually show, I mean, it's Bollywood dramatized, but it is about bringing awareness to how these people migrate and the level yeah. of desperation and their journey. And one of the, like, the, when I saw the movie, it reminded me of um, Babu, who was the owner of the grocery store in Milan. There was only one, one, maybe two. And how he had made it, like he owns this nice, really nice store. He's the owner. But how he got there, I mean, he basically started on foot from Bangladesh and had to go through all, all of like, I don't even know Jeez. my geography now, like through Pakistan, Afghanistan. Afghanistan and then yeah, through there. And he was like in jail in Poland for like so many months. Like there's all this, it was oh awful. But this movie really was like Babu's story. And then when he got here, and even now, a lot of people, they show how they all come in those um, containers. Yeah. Like, and how you go into containers. So lots of Bangladeshis, they would come, they still come in these containers. And they told us that because it's illegal, you can't, um, they don't just dock on land like normal containers. Because there's people and it's illegal, they the whoever's on the boat, they push the container into the water, like kind of close by and hope that it floats to whoever is receiving oh. it. And people die just within that yeah. transition. Like, there actually, there's a dalal, right, in the villages. You give your entire life savings to them. Yeah. <clears throat> and then they take most of it and they leave mm -hmm. you with nothing. And you're like risking your physically risking your life to get to a better place. And then when they get there, especially in Ita in Italy, they were paid with shoes. Like they weren't paid money. Mm -hmm. They're like take Purano Kapur, Puran Juta, be the you know, learn to cook, work your way up. They were not allowed to handle money um, or any transactions until they were to prove themselves. And like the same thing, they were like multiple families in like one room. What keeps them from migrating legally, though? Is it just because they're <clears throat> unable to hit that socioeconomic? Is that like a socioeconomic barrier? Basically, every country has their rules of how you can enter the country, whether it's a tourist visa, work permit or work visa, whatever, student, right? Mm -hmm. So it's no different in Europe either. I mean, you can't just walk in and be like, I'm going to live here now, um, even if you have all the money in the world. So it's it's a similar thing where the even in the U.S., if you think about, you know, what's happening all the in Texas other, right now, all the other populations, not just Bangladeshis, like you think about all the bordering, you know, countries like Mexico, whatever, and they're they're constantly trying to come in illegally. It's because it's very very difficult to become a resident in the U.S. I mean, like people always ask me, "Well, why don't your parents live here?" It's like my parents aren't citizens here. <laughs> Right. And like, it's that's not, not so easy to just be like, yeah, you, you they know. can't just show up one day and be like, okay, I'm just going to stay with you. Yes. It's easier for them now because I'm a citizen and I can sponsor them. Um, but like people will ask, how come your brother's not here? It's going to take 10 years <laughs> from when I submit the application to sponsor him to when mm -hmm. he, if he gets approved. And so recently I heard very recently, I heard, that this immigration, when you sponsor your parents through the U.S. immigration system, um, there you have to like give 
DNA samples to actually prove that you it's not birth Related. certificates like none of it is even enough anymore. Mm. I think I, don't, I, th I think that's a good system though. I mean if you're going to be doing if you're yeah. going to be is. coming in and all of that then it is, it's best to have, to have all of for the those services and yeah. DNA tests are really expensive. So it's like a lot of these um guardrails actually make it harder for people. Yeah. It's not mm -hmm. as accessible because those tests are so expensive. I mean, any just to file is so expensive. Yeah, just so it to might file be easier is for us, maybe. But you know, that's where socioeconomic, I think, comes in is when if you're not in that in a in the good place, yeah. But you need to bring your family over, and all of it starts with just having access to any kind of like upward mobile, upwardly mobile system, which we don't have in Bangladesh or. And well, then, just, so what the movie yeah. shows, and we heard through like Bob Lou and some others, is like you get there. By the time you get here and realize that you were scammed, it's already too. It's almost mm. too late, and you'd either have to turn yourself in to go back, because once you're there, you can't go back, and you're so stuck. you're stuck, right? And then there's that, and then there's also like you spend all your money. Now, how do you even face your family when to go back? Yeah, so you have to like make a way. I mean, so many people find ways to do it. And now I think places like New York, Venice, like where these hubs are, there's more loopholes and there's more people mm -hmm. who are advocating for better um, systems and like humane way. But that, I mean, that's now. Yeah. Yeah, that was I mean, back in the day. But either way, they're all entering illegally. So no government is going to support and help people be like, okay, let me make this a little easier for you guys to come in. And nor should they. I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, th there's actually a really interesting documentary about refugees um, on Netflix. It, it, it's actually Syrian refugees. It's a story about like five or six different families who leave um, the war zone and, you know, they're essentially refugees. So same thing. They're literally walking by foot to different countries and like, who's going to let them in? And then, you know, eventually some of these European countries let you in. But there's this whole program of like, OK, you have six months. Yeah. If you can't find something in the six months, you need to go. And it's not like they don't have money. They can't speak the language. Um, they have nowhere to stay. And a lot of these countries are cold. So it's I mean. It's it's horrible, even for people yeah. who are escaping, you know, death, essentially, they, they still don't get a lot of um, help. And we're seeing this in the US, too. We have um, a lot of Venezuelan refugees right now in the Chicago area, and they're just sleeping they're just outside in this there. cold. Yeah, and they're like asking, aren't they asking people to like, see if they could sponsor families to come and stay? And I mean, there's that? some of that. But you know, we're talking about like hundreds of refugees coming in and yeah, but be honest, would you allow someone? No, to come I in wouldn't. No, I mm. wouldn't because, you know, I have to protect my own family. And I, I yeah. just don't know, because when you're that desperate, what are you willing to do? Right. And uh, nothing against them, but that's kind of where you are. And so, yep. I don't Okay. Know, so that yeah. reminded me of the Netflix show. With Julia Roberts. Did you guys see this? What is it called? The one that just came <laughs> out tomorrow? It's basically this where the world 
is ending. They don't realize what's happening. Right. And then at the end, it's like nobody trusts anybody because you have to protect yourself. And so it's like yeah. you, if someone needs help and you even know the person, it's your neighbor and their son is dying because of whatever is like it's basically cyber um, mm -hmm. terrorism. Mm. And then they put stuff like in the air, like planes are falling out of the sky, like it's pura kiamot. And nobody's helping anybody. Like children, yeah. it's everybody starts to turn against each other. Well, maybe you need to not watch those before you get on flights. <laughs> <laughs>